Welcome to the Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey, Phenoms, welcome back. Or if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. Today is episode two, uh, Roadblocks on the Path to Wellness. To learn more about us and the show, check us out on wellnessphenoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing various roadblocks within physical environments social environments, as well as some psychological factors that you may encounter on your wellness journey. Physical environments can include things such as work, leisure, time, finances, and location, whereas social environments can range from our everyday interactions to the company we keep. Oftentimes, our social and physical environments are commingled. Lastly, we have psychological factors, which might be stressors and our response to said stressors, or it can even be our fears, impatience, or lack of motivation. Really anything that we struggle with internally may fall into this category. So I thought a good place to kind of start was uh, Josh here actually just competed in a triathlon um, very recently, and he also did a, a century cycle. And uh, we were kind of talking prior to this about how really those two things kind of embodied all three of these categories. And uh, so I wanted to kind of talk with Josh a little bit and see what were some of the roadblocks that you you ran into when you were doing these two events. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it all started back in January of this year. I had a buddy call me and say, hey, you want to do a triathlon? Never done one. Never done any endurance racing, really. And, um, you know, jumped in two feet and started training. And uh, as it progressed, there's a there was a century ride coming up, too, that I really wanted to do. And there was it was the day after my first triathlon. And uh, for months and months, I was like, eh, probably have to do that one next year. And one day it popped up on my phone, and I was like, why not? So... Did my first triathlon on a Saturday and then first century on a Sunday. Uh, quite a weekend. Right. And I want to I wanna catch that up. They were back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not like this Saturday he did it. And then the Sunday of the next week, they yeah. were back-to-back. Two days of challenging myself. Um, it was fun, though. I think it definitely ties to the subject. I mean, physically... I feel like I trained pretty well, um, especially for the triathlon. I felt like I had the energy and everything, but the mental part of it of just continuing to, you know, you swim and trying to transition to the bike as fast as you can and start pedaling and come back and transition to the run as fast as you can and and finish up, you know, in a decent amount of time. I ended up doing the triathlon in three hours and 20 minutes. Um, I felt the swim and, and bike were really good. I think the... The biggest mental challenge was when I was running. I'm not running is not my favorite, and it was hot. It was like 90 degrees, so I made it out probably halfway and started trutzing back and 
just you know keep pushing my kind of channeling my brain in the the mindset of where you know it starts to creep in on you like oh let's just take a little break we could take a few steps and you know me i know if i start walking i'm just gonna running is gonna be a, a thought in the back of my mind at that point yeah so just pushing and trying to just remember you know one step at a time and pushed all the way through it yeah and then uh yeah you know i rehabbed a lot on saturday and got up sunday about started about six twenty in the morning on the, the uh, century and I'll tell you the first five or ten miles of that was just brutal there's a lot of hills and you know again your mind my mind's creeping in going I don't know about this this is gonna be a long day <clears throat> we're only five ten miles in and I'm already feeling this um, but just working through you know pushing myself and I'd already you know talked to people and told people I was gonna do it and kind of that personal uh, challenge of what are you going to feel like tomorrow if you don't finish this? So kept pushing through and it ended up taking about eight, eight hours, 20 minutes on the the cycle. So, and there's a lot of road, there's a, like six stations where you get to stop and rehydrate and get snacks and kind of get off the bike, which is nice because it's a long time to be on a bike. But. Yeah. That's insane. I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I can't even imagine doing any physical activity for over eight hours. <laughs> Nonstop. Yeah. yeah, that was a long time. I was shooting. I was hoping to do it in seven. and end up taking a little bit longer, but um, you know, definitely has lit a fire. I got I got another one coming up in the next couple of weeks, and it's a good way to keep me focused and in shape, and not lose all the work I've put in this far. So yeah. So out of out of all the different things that were there, from physical, social, or emotional, you know categories, mm-hmm. if you will, what, what do you think affected you the most? I, I heard a lot of like mental health, you know, internal struggle type stuff, just psychologically, I guess. Yeah. I think the the triathlon <clears throat> really was more physical than anything. I think that, um, that was probably the greatest challenge is just getting in, getting through those transitions and just moving, basically keep moving. I had a buddy tell me, that had done it before, just, you know, just keep moving. No matter what you're doing, keep moving. Right. Um, and then on the the century was definitely a lot more mental because, I mean, it's that's a long time to be really alone. I mean, you're on your bike and people are, you're catching people or they're passing you or whatnot. But um, I noticed like every few hours it would just start creeping where your mind would start talking to you more. Like, I don't know, it'd be nice to be home right now. It'd be nice not to be... <laughs> pedaling down the street right now and be like, you know, my back hurts, my leg's stiff or whatever it is. And then you just kind of, I had to find a way to just reprogram my mind, whether it was, you know, changing the song in my ear or, um, taking in a little bit more of the scenery or just, you know, get that thought to go away for a little while so I could just keep going. Yeah. That's insane. Better that you than me, buddy. (laughs) I, uh, I'd love to try and do something like that someday, but, uh, never say never. I'll never say never for sure, <laughs> but not it today. Is, I think that's one of the things that I enjoy, like enjoyed seeing myself push through it. And really it's phenomenal what the body will do if the mind will lead it there. Yeah. And, um, I think it's a good example of it and keep going and keep pushing and see where we can take it to. 
Yeah. Well, it's a huge accomplishment, you know, and it was kind of cool. I, I wanted to be there and support you, but I wasn't able to be there. And, uh, yeah. just even looking back at all the photos and stuff, it was really cool, you know, seeing everything on Facebook and social and whatnot. So it was really a great group of people that, you know, attend those events. I mean, I, obviously they were my first two, yeah. but you know, you get to get there early and chat and meet people and find out people's amazing stories on, you know, they've done it years and years and, you know, large amounts of, of actual triathlons they've done over right. the years. Um, and it's kind of a cool little community. So I'm excited to keep going and keep learning and get better. Yeah. Well, you already got number two in the books, like you said. And so I'm, I'm curious to see, hopefully one of these times I can come out there and do one with you, but I need to start training first. Yeah. Next <laughs> so, summer. Yeah. <laughs> I need a bike. That's what I need. <laughs> so speaking of a bike, um, a lot of the, uh, I guess, roadblocks that we're going to talk about today, that's one of mine uh, right off the bat is a bike, is money, Yeah, <laughs> is that physical necessity and need for stuff. I've been wanting to go out and, and join you in some of this stuff, but that's been one of my roadblocks into doing that. I've not had a bike yet because um, I started looking at prices of them and realized that they are uh, a little bit pricier than I was prepared for. Yeah, it's definitely not a cheap, cheap endeavor to get started in. No, I think that along with like, you know, the gym is another big one. I remember when I started really getting in my fitness journey, you know, not having a gym membership, not having a gym at home. Yeah. Um, home easy access to that steady. stuff. Um, causes a lot of problems. I think that, or just makes it harder to get in and, and do the things that you want to do. Yeah, I know. I th I feel like, you know, we all have these passions or good ideas that we might get, you know, from ourselves, from social media, online or friends, family, whatever. And a lot of times though, they're just not feasible immediately. You know, like the bike situation, it's something I was, I kind of got dead set on buying one and then, you know, when I really started looking more, though, I was like, holy cow, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this now, you know? Yeah, and, and then you run into, like, world events where not only trying to find a bike and financially being able to get it, but, you know, with COVID over the last year and supply of many things, including bikes and bike parts, has caused another issue of even being able to get it if you can't afford it. Yeah. I think that's part of why it's so important to kind of, discuss some of this stuff though too because we're talking you know all about our wellness plans and everything like last week you know challenging everybody to kind of develop a wellness plan and and you know or modify existing ones right yeah we we have all these roadblocks facing us that come up out of nowhere you know and uh sometimes there are things that we could plan for other times they're not you know and they kind of come up out of nowhere and uh i think it's really important to discuss those things and kind of you know have a little bit of a heads up you yeah know? almost uh, pre-plan yeah be ready you know in life and other things are going to come and get in your way and and really almost like like you you almost like set your set your schedule knowing that something's going to blow up in front of you, right? Yep. Um, and really, 
I lost it. <laughs> oh, you're good, buddy. <laughs> I do that, you know, like I I think personally it's it's a big piece of like going through and and just being aware that these things are going to happen. It's like, you know, you take a physical injury or something, right? Say that you're you're at the gym, you're working out and you kind of tweak a muscle or like the other other day, I've been tweaking my back a lot lately. I don't know what's going on. My chiropractor (laughs) is probably going to get sick of me here soon, but you know, stuff like that. It's just knowing that those things can creep up, pop up and they don't have to defeat us. You know, just being aware that they're, they exist, they're there, they're a reality of life and, and trying to get on this wellness train and, and realizing that they're not gonna, you know, overall defeat us yeah, and yeah. being prepared for them, I think is a huge part of that because I think sometimes these things pop up, people aren't prepared or don't even think about all these, you know, uncertainties that could creep in and prevent us from doing what we want to do. Yeah. And so I think you're right. And then, you know, some of those other Areas where they get in your way or, you know, time. What yeah. do we do with our time? What do we what do we fill it with that's getting in the way of accomplishing our goals or doing the things that we want to do or, you know, or maybe we are doing a bunch of things we want to do. We want to do more. Yep. Um, really analyzing where you are in life and what your day-to-day is. And is it you controlling your time or is it time controlling you? Yeah. Time. Big one. Time is, yeah, really big because, I mean, we we do have a set amount of time in a day, you know, and and life is busy and, and wellness is something that we do have to take time for. And so, you know, trying to maintain that barrier is, is tough and a lot of things can kind of creep into, you know, what time we do have for our wellness. And, you know, yeah. that's probably personally for me, one of my biggest roadblocks that I've, I've encountered because even just say the gym, right. If I want to go do an hour workout, well, that's fine and well, right. But I got to get there. I got to get back. I like to do my protein shake afterwards. I need to shower, (laughs) you know, getting ready for the gym, all that stuff, it, it adds in. So your hour workout now is maybe turned into an hour and a half, you know, maybe two. Yeah prep time and, you know, getting there back, doing all the stuff you like to do around your workout. Um, but that could be said for anything too, you know? Um, and time is, time is certainly a big, a big factor in all of that. So. And I think it's one of the things we lose, like lose, um, I think lose a lot of it. Like we don't actually plan it out as well. And therefore you're kind of scrambling stuff, trying to fit every little thing in when, not prioritizing can help. Yeah, big part of it. Another big one is for me is uh, like friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, getting kind of that social environment, how it affects um, your ability to to do the things you want to do. Um, you know, I have kids and a wife, and that's just falling back into time, right? You have a bunch of other commitments on top of what you're trying to do for yourself and work. And then you get into that family and friends between your social events and, um, you know, kids hitting the baseball or gymnastics or whatever it might be. Um, 
trying to fit all that in. Yeah. And I, uh, for me, I don't have kids. I've got more of the, uh, four legged variety with my two dogs. Um, and you know, the dynamics there are certainly different, you know, not quite as time consuming, but it's still yet another roadblock, you know, and, um, things to consider, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think that, you know, with that is balance, <clears throat> finding a good balance of what works for you and what, what you do need and what you don't need. Yeah. So I think, um, we were kind of covering a lot of the physical ones to start and we started moving into uh, social stuff, um, which, you know, I, a lot of the social things, a lot of these bleed and kind of ebb and flow into one another. But um, like even stuff like activities, sports, you know, like you were mentioning getting, getting kiddos to sporting events and stuff like that. Um, you know, all that stuff is, is definitely another hurdle. Um, you know, not even just to practices and games and what have you, but even the, the social aspects of, of everything, I'm sure being a parent, I don't know how that looks on your end, trying to oh, yeah. uh, birthday parties and <laughs> yeah. all kinds of stuff, play dates. And, um, but even as, as a, an adult, right. You're trying to find in, you work on your mental health and, you know, we're listing these as roadblocks, but social get togethers with friends or family or that stuff is also beneficial to your mental health. But it can get in the way of your plan of mental health as well. Yeah. Um, you know, spending time with people and not, let's say you, you do a social event and you end up staying out too late. Now you're not getting up and doing your workout or you're too cram packed where you're, you're cutting out your workout or whatever, or your reading or your meditation or whatever it might be that helps you stay on track. Yeah, it's and and you mentioned balance earlier, and I think that's a big part of it because, you know, we're trying to like juggle all this stuff constantly, and and it's all these, you know, planned things, uncertain things, all these various life events that occur that kind of creep up and can stop us, and and like you mentioned too, you know, like social events. The other night we went out for a few drinks with some friends, and and you know, next day I'm tired, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not (laughs) snoozing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have energy. (laughs) I'm and and I wasn't able to even self-talk my way through that one. You know, I was like, Nope, I need sleep, you know, but it ends up affecting my entire day. And, you know, so there went my workout and, you know, things like that, but it just, all my errands, everything gets kind of shoved out of the way and you got to kind of, you know, find that balance again. Almost find a way to refocus it too. Yeah. I know I am. If I miss them in the morning, it's like my whole day is it's so hard to get back on track, you know? Yep. Re, rebalance, re, turn it back to what it was supposed to be. It's like you're catching up all day. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, <laughs> definitely a catch up game. And then part of it for me too is the psychological piece though after the fact, then I feel bad about myself. I'm like kicking myself because, you know. Let yourself down. Yeah, woulda, shoulda, coulda, you know. I shoulda woke up, did this, did that, but the reality is I didn't. And so now you got to kind of overcome that moment and kind of get yourself in check 
almost, you know, get yourself mentally back to where you need to be. And, you know, yeah. And I think like you're talking about the psychological piece, us as human beings are pretty critical of ourselves the most more than other people. Right. I mean, we talk to ourselves like in a way we'd never talk to anyone else in a normal conversation. Yeah. And I think part of the roadblocks is understanding that things are going to get in the way and things are going to, you know, not go as planned. And if you can, you know, quickly realize that at least can get you through the day a little bit better. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, like you were mentioning there that we talked to ourselves, you know, different than we'd ever talked to anybody else. I really like that piece of that, that you said, but it's so true. And I think a lot of times though, we're thinking about what other people might be thinking. Yeah. And we start to put that on ourselves when all the while, are they thinking that maybe, maybe not, probably not, but you know, we, we put a lot of weight on ourselves psychologically, you know, and, and kind of get down on ourselves. And I think, you know, for me, that starts to hinder a lot of my progress personally. I know, you know, if I'm, if I'm starting to feel bad about, you know, how, you know, I, I feel when I look in the mirror, this or that, you know, it starts to kind of weigh in on me wanting to go to the gym, you know, Mm -hmm. it starts to kind of tear into that a little bit and my motivation starts to sink. I feel like, cause I'm not seeing as much as I feel like I should be or this or that, you know, and it starts to just weigh heavy on me. And yeah. It's almost like a fog. It just comes over real quick. And as soon as you let it in a little bit of the self doubt and the, like what you were saying about, or what I said about getting, getting on, getting on yourself. It's pretty interesting to me how quickly we believe too what we're telling ourselves. Mm-hmm. You can just spiral and spiral and spiral. Um, yeah. And I think that is a major roadblock if you allow it to, to fester and grow. You know, you miss one workout and your day kind of gets a little bit worse than it would have been if you would have worked out. And then what do you do the next day? Are you going to let that derail you again? Are you going to get up and, you know, get back on the the program and and keep your week going? Because it's very easy to let it, the one day turn into two, turn into three, and then yeah, you're completely out of whack. Yeah, well, that turns into some of those major ruts where we get so far deep into it that, you know, we're, you know, struggling constantly to, and then you kind of forget about it until later, you know, you might have that light bulb moment where you're like, holy crap, you know, I, I need to get my life back together, you know, and, and. Or a flash is like, oh, this is the piece I'm missing. Yes. But it can take a while, especially the deeper you get. Yeah. I think that realization piece is, is good, you know, when it comes around, but I think a lot of times it'd be, you know, if we could realize it sooner, you know, like where you said day one, right. Day two rolls around, are we going to do it or not? You know, and if you could realize in that moment, two months from now that you're really going to be kicking yourself if you don't, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's that hindsight piece. We just need it sooner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, and some of the other psychological factors, you know, I mean, I know like waking up and your schedule changing, but, uh, fear is a big roadblock with, with, uh, in my life, I think, and things I've done in the past and really having to push through that to try new things or, um, 
put myself in situations I haven't really been in before. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you, even with my, you know, triathlon, I was a little bit anxious and nervous that that morning because I'd never done it before. Yeah. Even though I'd trained for months for it, it's still, here's the big day. What is it going to, you know, am I going to mess up? Am I going to, how's this going to go? The unknown of the processes and the procedures and, um, you know, what are people going to think? I'm not the tiniest little guy out there doing triathlons. <laughs> yeah, how tall are you? Uh, six one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two forty five. Yeah. Yeah. You've got the the football. Yeah. You know football build. Yep. <laughs> so. Um. Also, I think like impatience too is big. Yeah. Waiting for like you know we expect we're going through this mental health journey and making changes in our life. A lot of times we can expect results right away and want, you know, we're the, this culture is very now, now, now immediate gratification and, yep. um, impatience can be a huge roadblock because if you let it get to you, you won't be able to see the progress you are making in your wellness journey or, you know, the positives in, in there, even if they're not as many as you'd like, they're still there. There's something positive that's going mm -hmm. on. Well, that kind of ties back to my, my gym piece too. You know how I was kind of saying, you know, I might look in the mirror, whatever. I'm not seeing what I think I should be seeing yet. And it's a lot of that. I think there's multiple factors, you know, with just that piece alone is I have the social aspects because I always preach about working out and staying fit and healthy and what have you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not perfect, but I feel like, you know, sometimes is it a little hypocritical, right? Cause I'm talking about all these things, but I'm not, I don't, I don't have the six pack abs that, you know, Joe blow over there has. Right. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like you get that piece of it, but then there is that impatience piece of it too. Right. Cause when you start to not see, Oh, well, I don't have those six pack abs, right? And, or whatever it might be, you know, that you're maybe driving for and it's not coming, not coming, not coming. And then you start to just get a little burnout, right? Because mm -hmm. you're not seeing what you want. And it, again, it kind of derails that motivation piece. And I think your, your example is really good because it shows not only is there one or two things that can get in your way, it's a multitude of things. From the physical to the psychological to the social that all play together and build road. You know, you could have a tiny roadblock that festers into a massive roadblock because, like you said, you're thinking about what other people are doing or how you're not being a good example. And then that leads to doubt and denial or fear. And all of it just kind of builds if you don't find ways to keep it in check and and uh, kind of build up barriers for yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it all is intermingled together. It's, it's kind of like a, a cobweb, you know, it mm -hmm. just, it, every piece ties into another piece or different factor. And, um, you know, it just, I think a lot of it too, is just kind of our mentality around it and kind of reframing that stuff, which, you know, takes time because a lot of these roadblocks that, I think at least me personally that I, I run into are, are mostly psychological in nature. You know, it might, might start as a physical piece or that social piece, but 
a lot of them, I feel like they just tie right back into the psychological factors. Cause that's, you know, not that, not that the physical or the social on the, in and of themselves can't be a huge barrier, but I think for a lot of people, it, it is that psychological piece where it all ties together that, you know, it gets you kind of stuck. Yeah. I think that, and it, it really is. I think that's why mental health is such an important, important, uh, skill topic, um, to deal with in your life because it really is that the mind controls the body. And if you're not, if you're not psychologically there and able to, to, um, first of all, recognize, and then kind of battle some of these fears and anxieties and things that come your way, it's a lot easier for them to take control and a, gr- a deeper hold on you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you can at least re- realize them and move forward sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of those, you know, moments too where, um, I don't know, I feel like, you know, within our wellness journeys, we just have so many different types of hurdles and, and what have you. It's, um, it's, it's a tough thing. It, it's a really tough thing. I kind of am losing what I was oh, going to say there. <clears throat> it is tough. And, and it, the biggest thing is like it's always changing. Yeah. No matter what you, it feels like whenever you prepare for something or you do get your mind to a place where, you know, I know roadblocks are going to come my way. I just championed the last three. Then there's another one that you totally didn't plan for hit you. And it's like, oh my gosh. Right. What is going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, as, as soon as you get comfortable and you think that you kind of got this thing figured out, you're tested and you yeah. get hit with another one. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, the biggest thing is that no matter what you plan for, there's going to be a roadblock you didn't plan for. Um, and it's really the psychological piece of where you are and how you are able to, to really attack that roadblock is going to determine how, how you continue to move forward. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, this is probably a good time to wrap up today's episode. I do too. I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that can get in people's way and, and, uh, their journey to wellness. Um, but that's not, this whole discussion is not to just deter people from even trying. Hopefully we want you to keep trucking along and, and join us next week. Um, me and Logan will be taking a look at these different roadblocks and, and find some ways to help, uh, overcome, overcome them some of the ways that we have in the in the past in the past and look to in the future and then uh just really share share ways to keep keep your mindset positive and keep going forward i like it well i think it's uh now time for the afterthought where we leave you with uh quotes challenges or other thoughtful moments last week uh, we challenged everyone to create a wellness plan or modify their existing one and we wanted to kind of just check in and see how that's going so far for everybody what roadblocks have you uncovered that have hindered your personal wellness plan check out our roadblocks post on instagram at wellness phenoms and leave a comment about what roadblocks you have been struggling with. We're going to leave you with a quote from Tony Curl. Most of the time, the road is not clear ahead. We have roadblocks and obstacles and stumble because of them. Are you courageous enough to map your way around them and continue on? Again, that was Tony Curl. If you guys liked today's episode, go to 
Uh, Go subscribe to make sure you don't miss any new episodes. And don't forget to check us out on our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com. And find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms. Alrighty, Phenoms. Until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well. Stay well.